You're listening to KFI AM 640 On Demand. Hey, it's Orny Adams, KFI 640 AM iHeartRadio. How's everyone doing? Happy Sunday. Uh, just uh, looking at this, the Maui fires, and it is just, it's so tragic. It, it really is. It's hard to even comprehend. And I was reading about it, and I'm trying to figure out how it started. And it reminds me of uh, perhaps, I don't remember last year. Andrew, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Remember last year, the Dixie fires? Oh, yeah. That was last July. They started July 13th. Yeah. They were ultimately blamed on the electrical lines hitting a tree. And that could be the case that happened here in Maui. What I'm reading is, and I don't know if you've read this, but that these high winds and the lack of moisture in the air uh, caused some of these lines to go down and come into contact with trees and stuff like that and in homes and buildings and sparked and started a fire. And what's supposed to happen is the these electric companies are supposed to shut the grid down. And that didn't happen. Have you read anything about that? Yeah, uh, I've, I've read a little bit about that. Um, Sounds you know, skeptical. Yeah. it. You know, it's really hard to say. I mean, it's easy when you live in Southern California that, oh, it was an arson or, oh, it was dry conditions that, you know, caused the fire. It's it's really hard to say in, in Hawaii because they have different climate conditions there, you know? So it, it, it's hard to say, was this natural or was this man-made? No, what I'm saying is that the electric company claims have surfaced recently that suggests that the power company, Hawaiian Electric, which is like it in Hawaii, they 95% of the state is provided electricity from Maui Electric. Right. And they didn't implement the precautionary safety measures which include ways to shut the grid off when a fire starts or if there are high winds. So in high winds areas, sure. they're supposed to shut the grid down. And because it wasn't shut down, it probably complicated the situation, which caused the fire to widespread. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Now, the okay. Dixie fire, I think, was because they didn't clear foliage. So if you live in Los Angeles or you live in California, every year they make us clear our hills and clear our areas. The fire department checks it. If you don't do it, they fine you. If you still don't do it, they do it. They send you a bill. And you'll also notice that our providers are going around cutting trees that are close to wires and getting rid of dead stuff. And it's, it's nice to see that. I don't know what happened in Hawaii, but what is the latest? 95 deaths? Uh, nearly 100 people, about 93 at this time. Um, Sundays are usually a little slower for news. So I'm sure beginning of Monday morning, there's going to be some, you know, big updates on what happened over the weekend. Right. Yeah. Right. And if you look at the pictures, it's just in the news, people jumping into the harbor. Yeah. Well, and, and one of the officials said that it, it actually looks apocalyptic. Right. Yeah. And they're picking up these bodies. I don't mean to be completely morbid, but they're like just ash. Yeah. Just ash. And this is the greatest uh, weather tragedy to hit Maui, or is it all of Hawaii? It's all of the United States in the last century. It's unbelievable. So, you know, is there any other updates or we, should we play this news clip? Heartbreak, confusion, and lack of communication. 
Days after massive wildfires destroyed the heart of western Maui, the desperate search for loved ones with hundreds still unaccounted for. This stunning drone video showing rows of torched vehicles, now twisted husks, frozen in time. So many people have died. My friends lost their grandparents in the fires. People are being found in their cars. In Lahaina, the town most devastated by the wildfire, a point of no return. Residents like Leslie Clark left with nothing. The whole thing is gone. Anguish residents stuck in miles-long traffic jams trying to recover what's left of their homes. I want this area cleared just in case I have an emergency, all right? What you're seeing is the road to Lahaina. Some people have been waiting in this line for more than 15 hours to get access to their homes. I can tell you the mood is tense. People have been sleeping in their cars. They want answers. After letting people through for 90 minutes Saturday, Maui police abruptly shutting down this entrance, leaving many drivers furious. How are people supposed to get there if the damn roads are closed? Some attempting to get crucial medication to those who need it the most, like nurse Sherry Palomba, pushing to help those suffering from diabetes. Would you say that medication for people is the greatest need right now? If people can't get their insulin, they're going to die. For survivors. You're going to be okay, Milo. Harrowing stories of escape. Both sides. To the left and the right are on fire. 19-year-old Noah Tompkinson, his mother and younger brother, diving into the ocean to escape the flames. We kind of had it in the back of our mind the whole time that we wanted to be next to the water. And now new questions over the emergency response to the fires. NBC News learning warning sirens were never activated, according to Hawaii emergency officials. And while phone, television, and radio alerts were, the governor says telecommunications were knocked out by the fire. There was no emergency system, yeah. and most people, their phones were gone before they could get it. Many have said they didn't receive any warnings. The state attorney general now opening an investigation into the response. Amid the rush, the only two escape routes out of Lahaina along the coast were backed up. The remains we're finding is through a fire that melted metal. We have to do rapid DNA to identify them. Some of those who died were trapped in their cars. With fears this morning, there are many more. And back to that investigation, a Maui communications director recently told the local news outlet that neither the Maui fire chief nor a top emergency management official were on the island as the fires were already breaking out. We've reached out for comment. We haven't heard back yet. Governor Josh Green said it will certainly be the worst natural disaster that Hawaii has ever faced. And for everybody out there saying this could never happen to me. This just seems to keep happening. And the only positive that I can see, although there is no positive, is the sense of community. And it really gets me thinking in the sense of all this crap we focus on every day. Everything that divides us, the chaos, the craziness, the politics, is so meaningless. And I've, I've felt this for years. I have felt this for years. That... Humans are capable of so much, and we should be doing everything and working together and saving our energy for this stuff, for these, these circumstances, because it seems more and more, and we all know it, and you can call it global warming, uh, you can call it climate change, I don't care what you call it, I don't care, I'm not one of these people that needs to change labels. Once a wife beater, always a wife beater t-shirt. It doesn't matter what you change it 
Same people are wearing it. Uh, you know, out here in California, we have un unhoused. You know, this is the only city, I don't mean to be insensitive, this is the only city in the where that I've ever lived in, all over the world, where if you put a couch outside your house, everywhere else in the world, within minutes, somebody takes it. In Los Angeles, somebody moves in. Somebody starts sleeping on the couch. And then they... They pitch a tent around it. I don't know what else. They, Aren't they, you just talking about how we, we need to look each other out and we're family? They and decorate. Mad they're sleeping on your. your I'm not mad. Oh. I'm just saying. Oh. No, no. I welcome the uncouched. <laughs> I welcome the uncouched. Okay. Good. Yeah. To know. I just don't like the trash they spread, and then they build a community, turns into Burning Man. They invite their other uncouched friends. But the thing is, why are you shaking your head? No, no, yeah, yeah, that, that's what happens all the time. <laughs> I'm just trying to make fun. What I'm saying right now is not political. It is the truth. But we need to come together as a species and love one another. How about that? How about that? This is Orny Adams. Now, this is going to shock you. And it would shock me, too, after whatever I just said. I'm a stand-up comedian. The rest of the show will be more funny. They make me talk about this stuff. The stuff coming up, I'll talk about. Uh, let me excite you with one of the stories I'm going to talk about. The perils and promises of penis enlargement surgery. Okay? That's where we're going next. But, in all seriousness, uh, prayers, thoughts for everybody in Hawaii. I mean that. Orny Adams, KFI AM 640. You're listening to KFI AM 640. On demand. Woo! Woo! Oh, boy. That... Woo! Hey, it's Orny Adams. I'm here for you on a Sunday. A Sunday, bloody Sunday. I'm here in Los Angeles, California. It's nice out. It's not too hot. Oh. Hey, why do I keep reading everybody is leaving this state, but yet the traffic seems to be getting worse? Why isn't anybody talking about that? It's KFI, 6.40 a.m., streaming live on iHeartRadio. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. Thank you to everybody over here. If you live in Los Angeles, you can see me live this weekend. I'm a stand-up comedian. I will be at the Ice House in Pasadena, Saturday, August 19th, 8 p.m. You want to come see me do this show? I'm doing an hour. A lot of times, you might think you're coming to a local show. You're going to see like 10 comics do 20 minutes. Not Saturday night, uh, August 19th at the Ice House in Pasadena. All the links are up at my social media, at Orny Adams. Also, go to OrnyAdams.com, and my webpage is there, blah, 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 blah. And I'm happy to announce, if you're listening, iHeartRadio in Cleveland, October, Friday, October 13th. I just announced this week, tickets just went on sale. I will be at the Agora Theater in Cleveland, Ohio. Tickets are on sale. Grab them. Now, this is unbelievable. I'm telling you, I was reading this article, and it reminded me when I was young, and I would fly. And when I say young, I mean flying back and forth to college from Boston to Atlanta. And I remember when the airplane was, like, close to the ground, I thought, okay, we're safe. I can see the ground. The worst thing that can happen is we just fall to the ground now, but we would live. Like, I was so dumb. Like, I didn't even realize that if a plane dropped 10 feet, you'd probably perhaps die or perish. But every year, something new happens. 
like uh, like all of a sudden uh, a bird strike, birds fly into the engine of a plane and, it, and the plane crashes. Like you just find new ways that you can die every year. So you come in, you think, oh, I'm going to live until my natural death, death. But every year something new comes up. Here's a, here's a new one for, for everybody. Imagine this. You're in your home. Well, let's make up a location. Silsby, Texas, near the Louisiana border. And you're gardening. You're just out there. What could go wrong? Sounds like a peaceful time to me. Nothing. You're near Silsby, uh, you know, Silsby, Texas, near the Louisiana border. I don't think you even have to worry about crime. Probably a little town. Everybody knows everybody. What could go wrong besides your heart giving in or something like that? Well, this lady, Peggy Jones, who now declares herself the luckiest person to be alive, is sitting there gardening, and all of a sudden, a snake fell from the sky. What? Yeah, a, a snake. And you're, you're sitting in your car, and you're thinking, Orny Adams, snakes do not fall from the sky. A, a hawk lost its grip. This stupid hawk couldn't even hang on to the snake. The snake doesn't fall 20 feet away from her, doesn't fall and hit a branch, falls on her arm. It's like a serpent. And it wraps itself around her arm. You go, well, this sounds like the worst day ever. Couldn't get worse, could it? Yeah, the hawk comes down and tries to retrieve the snake off her arm. So now the, the hawk put its... What are those things called? Talons? Talons? The claws? The claws. That's a better word. The claws. I wanted to sound sophisticated, so I, <laughs> I went out on a I went on, I went on a limb. The, the talon. What does that word? And uh, and a, a fight ensued. Look, play the uh, news clip. It was like I couldn't believe what was happening. Peggy Jones of Silsby was mowing the back six acres of her home on Tuesday, August 1st, when a snake fell down onto her from above. He was starting to dart at my face and come into my face. Can we uh, hold and it right there? Stop it for a second. My glass. OK, let's for, before we get into the story, let's as a side note, how much more interesting is it when I tell it? Much more, much more. The enthusiasm. Yeah. This lady's not even surprised that a snake fell out of the sky. The well, news she, reporter. She's trauma. The news. Okay, I thought you were about the woman. Like she's traumatized. But yeah. Well, Peggy, I can't comment on Peggy. She's a civilian. <laughs> I'm just talking about my fellow colleagues. Oh. Let's continue with the clip. And he just kept on and kept on and I just couldn't get rid of the snake. And it was just, it was like. I think I went into survival mode. Doan says a hawk then came down and pulled the snake from her arm, but not before leaving severe cuts and puncture wounds. The hawk came down four times to get the snake off of my arm. When I looked down, I had blood all over my clothes. I had blood all over my arm. My arm was torn to shreds and I had severe bruising. Jones's husband took her to Altus Emergency Room in Lumberton, where they learned she hadn't been bitten by the snake, but it had done damage to her glasses. Jones describes the entire ordeal Hold on. as Trump. The glasses were injured. A snake fell on her arm. Then the uh, hawk with its talons is chewing away at her. And now she just has to go to all of her peoples and get new glasses. You got to see the picture of her arm. It looks it looks like something out of the series I was on Teen Wolf. That's what it looks like.
Yeah. Traumatizing. The only thing that I could think of, my husband was at the front of the property and I was screaming and I knew he couldn't hear me. Well, let's stop the it there. Stop it there. He heard her. He heard. This was a gift from the heavens. Let me tell you something. There comes at a point in most marriages where you pray a snake is going to fall out of the sky and, uh, and uh, give you a second chance at love with somebody new. Why are you single, Orny? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Is there more to that clip or is that it? To call in Jesus' name to come and help me. Her arm is now healing, but she says the emotional scars will need to heal too. You try to sleep at night, you can't sleep. And, and, and you're afraid to shut your eyes because you know if you shut your eyes and you go to sleep, then you're going to have a nightmare and you're going to relive this situation. But she is amazed at the outpouring of support and says her view of life has changed. I'm, I'm happy I'm alive. I'm happy I'm here. My family didn't didn't ever mean less to me. They just mean more to me now. I'd like to hear what the than, husband has to say. Than before, because it showed me how in the blink of an eye, things can change. You like can't, said, I, you I can't prepare for this. about life now. You I'm, can't prepare for this. I, I'm, I'm so blessed. I'm blessed issuing, and known uh, stop the it, country. I'm stop it. I'm done with this story. I'm issuing a travel advisory to people going to Silsby, Texas. Beware of falling snakes. Snakes being dropped by the lazy, untalented hawks that live in that area. This is Orny Adams, KFI AM 640. You're listening to KFI AM 640 on demand. This thing will just keep going. Beep, 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 KFI 640 AM. This is Orny Adams, comedian Orny Adams, filling in for nobody. This is the Orny Adams Show. It's Sunday. It's beautiful out. Hello, Southern California. Hello, rest of the world listening to on, on iHeartRadio. Anybody in Austria? What's going on in Austria? They found a spider in a supermarket. Let me just read this line. An Austrian supermarket reopened following a three-day closure to clear the store due to an alleged sighting of a spider with a deadly bite that could also cause hour-long erections. Now, this is a supermarket I would shop at. I would just go in for the... I wouldn't even buy anything. I'd just be like, I'm here to get bit. The penny market in Krems... That's my uh, Austrian. Closed Tuesday after the store manager spotted a spider in a banana box. How funny is that? That the, the most phallic fruit, the banana, the spider, is uh, hanging out in. Who knew we had spiders that caused four, uh, multiple, I'm saying four because the spider's four inches long. And it's colored black and red. It's the Brazilian wandering spider. Yeah, wander over here. But you see it also causes other things outside of just erections, like convulsions and things like that. Yeah, but don't we have the technology now to isolate the erection? Por this whole show, we could just talk about uh, penis stuff because I have a whole article on people getting penal implants. Uh, so, but yeah, can't they isolate? Don't we have the technology? Well, I don't think so because it causes hypothermia, blurred visions, and convulsions and erections. So I think it's like a package type deal. If you get yeah, but so does Viagra. Mm, is that a factor? I think so. Wrong information Where's out there? Andrew? You're an expert on Viagra. <laughs> There's one of those two guys yeah. is taking it. Which one of you two? 
<laughs> that, would, that would definitely be me. Okay, hold on. There we go. We have a, we have someone. Tell what are the side effects? Uh, you feel like you're 18 again. Oh, okay. Yeah. How would you would you like a chance to be bit by this spider? No, I, I'm doing fine on my own. Okay, okay. <laughs> How old are you? 50. You're 50. Oh okay. my gosh. But doesn't you're 50? I'm 50. Whoa. Yeah, but doesn't it cause some sort of whatever she just said hypothermia? And uh, what else? Blurred visions. Blurred visions. Blurred vision. Yeah, I think Viagra definitely, I, I've definitely read the side effects. Flushing. Yeah, a lot of weird stuff, yeah. Yeah, so apparently whatever gives you erections, if you're not getting them naturally, as a, as a man, causes you to have the same side effects as being bit by this spider. I don't think that's true. Um, I went to an exposition not too long ago, and they now have vegan supplements and mm. other things that are healthy, and it doesn't cause the... Side effects, but it causes the perks yeah. of it. Let me tell you what it also doesn't cause. Erections. There's no natural. It's such voodoo BS crap. I'm tired of it. I'm tired when I go to a, a, every supermarket has to have a holistic a section, right? Am I, everybody, you you want to see the most lost people in the world, go to one of our supermarkets where they have, uh, you got some uh, some guy, in, you know, pontificating about the latest asayaya berry that is going to cause you to have more energy or what. These people are the most lost people. You want to see the happiest people in the world? Go to the beer aisle in Walmart. That's where they're at. There's no holistic Tired of everybody look looking for the, the holistic. But erections are natural, so can't you take natural things to make them naturally come back? No. Oh. No, you Thank can't. Thank you, Dr. Orney. You, have to, you either have to take Viagra, Cialis, one of those things, Hims, whatever the ads are. You are you a spokesperson or for the get for bit Viagra? By, no, no, seem, no. You seem to be really in support. Are they paying you? No, I'm just saying the side effects sound exactly like this, this spider bite, which I just booked a, a nonstop flight to Austria. To find this supermarket and, and rummage through some banana boxes. But the with, supermarket's closed. With all this tech. No, it's reopened. Oh. Read the end of the article. It's reopened. It's, they are, they're insisting it's safe to reopen, but I don't know if it got approved. What I'm saying is, how about this? If anybody's listening in Austria, go to the supermarket for me. Capture the spider. And then play with its um, thing that squirts the, uh, the, the uh, erection juice. And send it over. And then I'll just try a little bit. I'll take a little hit of it. That's all, and I'll work my way up. Are you going to give us a feedback on how the spider erection worked for you? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I talk about everything. I'm very free and open about everything. I mean, why? with all the technology, we have, I don't know if you're here in Los Angeles, but we have robots that are going up and down the streets delivering food. They come out of nowhere. They're like these scooters. One day, remember the scooter phase where all of a sudden there were scooters on every corner? And these uh, hipster kids were learning how to ride scooters down Sunset Boulevard. The, the, okay, that that's is still happening. Thing. Yeah, that's not a phase. <laughs> that no, was, that was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's not as prevalent. What is this? Me against everybody else at KFI today? I don't know what gave anybody the indication that I have any sort of vulnerability that you can attack me. Uh, what I say is the word. There are not as many scooters as there were, okay? We all now have e-bikes, okay? Sure. So they're not as many. But what was happening was they were being destroyed. And that's what's happening to these robots. People are attacking these robots. But here's a question that you guys can now jump in and answer. Uh, has anybody ever had food delivered from one of these robots? No. Not that I know of. I think it's always a delivery person. Unless they, Do they let you know when it's a robot versus a person? No, the robot just shows up. 
but there are, it off. there are viral videos, and we can play the clip later. We don't have a time now, but there there are videos of people on social media attacking the robots. I'm telling you, the war, the civil war between us versus robots has already happened. They don't want to start these problems, people. They don't want to start this problem with these robots. Any movie you ever watch, the robots always win. I mean, what what are all the stone people supposed to do? What kind of job are they supposed to have if we're not letting them deliver food anymore? Deliver spiders so that people can get erections? I don't, uh, I don't think the robots, I don't think in my lifetime, I talk about this on stage, I don't think the robots are ever going to take, I, I, I think, yeah, uh, we have thugs on the street beating up robots. Pizza the robots are going to come back. You just wait. Oh, You uh, just wait. You, there's a, no way. The robots are dumb. I have one in my house. It's a vacuum cleaner called an iRobot. They're listening. They're very smart. I don't think Maybe so. they want you to believe they're dumb. Skynet mm. is real. What's real? Skynet. What is Skynet? That's that thing in Terminator where the robots or the AI takes over. Uh, it's only a matter of time. I'm yeah. not I'm not I'm not worried. Yeah. I am not worried. What a show we have. Dr. Wendy's coming up. Um fellow comedian friend Jessime Paluso is coming up. We have a lot to talk about. A lot of excitement. I'm on social media at Orny Adams. You can come see my show this weekend at the Ice House in Pasadena. You can see me in Cleveland. I'm just talking about that because I just added it. Friday, October 13th. Go to OrnyAdams.com for all the links. I'll be in Vegas in November. This is Orny Adams, KFI AM 640. I'm going to talk about the perils of penis enlargement surgery next. You're listening to KFI AM 640 on demand. 4.50 p.m. ZZ Top. I'm trying to sound like I know what I'm doing on radio here. It's 4.50 p.m. KFI, 6.40 a.m. My apologies. I have to make an apology already. The, I've been mispronouncing Andrew's last name. It's actually Caravella. I call him Caravelli because it sounds more Italian. It sounds more <laughs> like designer suit on Rodeo Drive. Caravella. Ah, Caravelli. Now we're talking. Would you go dine at Caravella's or Caravelli's restaurant? Anybody? <laughs> what? I mean, Caravelli. We've been going against you all day, so I'm going to go Caravelli. With Caravelli. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you take? Would you take uh, ED, erectile erectile dysfunction drug named Caravella or Caravelli? I don't suffer from erectile dysfunction. So <laughs> well, I don't know. Can't assume anything nowadays. That's that's between you and your lord. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to talk about uh, penoplasty. Anybody know what this is? No. This was a great article. This was in the New Yorker. So I can talk about this. This is this this is highbrow stuff. Okay. I know it sounds like I'm just talking about penis enlargement surgery, but this was in the New Yorker. This is a big article. I've been reading the New Yorker since I was a kid. I've had a subscription my entire life. Uh, the articles are a little bit too long. Uh, some people's penises apparently aren't and that's why they're getting this but it, this surgery and it it boomed after the pandemic people i guess are dissatisfied with their girth and or length and they're getting this implant and they follow this guy named mick and mick gets an implant Spends about $15,000, his life's savings, or half of his life savings, on a, a, the implant and a pair of discounted testicular implants. Now, I don't know about you, but...
but I don't want discounted testicular implants. I want this season's latest technology. I want, I don't want people to look at my implants and go, that's last year's testicles. I'm, I'm just saying, don't enter into this surgery unless you can afford this season's. You don't want to be caught last season's testicular implants. There is a surgery uh, or a device called Pneuma, which is invented by James Elise. And according to TMZ, he's the Thomas Edison of penis surgery. They've done articles. He's here in Los Angeles. And this is sort of a cautionary tale. But I must say, and they bring this up at the end, any of us know, uh, we know that more people complain when things go bad uh, when things go right, not as many people sort of bring that uh, to attention. Meaning, like, if you're out to eat and you have a bad meal, you're more likely to go on Yelp and write a bad review than if you had a great meal. You may not be as compelled. So I, I'm just, as a disclaimer, I, I just want to say that. Uh, and uh, the other thing is, like, a lot of people that are getting this done, you're not going to really come forward. Now, there is, there have been several lawsuits, okay? That, that this, I mean, you can't. You can't make this up. Where you got to hear the, the these people that sued Doctor Elise since uh, since this started. Okay. Well, there was some bad stories. Like I think his name was Ehud Ari. He had a heart attack after an unknown. Okay, I'm going to get to that. Oh, so I jumped the gun. Yeah, no, we'll get to that guy. But thank oh. you for really because I probably would have forgotten that guy. He's a billionaire or was a billionaire, and he was not satisfied with his penis. He had everything in the world. He had a billion dollars. He wasn't happy with the size of his penis. And he went in for some sort of injection and died of a heart attack. This guy had a billion dollars. If you have a billion dollars, pay people to tell you. You have a, a, a beautiful, beautiful. What I'm saying is you don't mess with one of God's greatest creations. But women get boob jobs all the time. Okay. that That's. A little bit different because the boob doesn't grow and get smaller. You're having something. This was approved by the FDA without sort of any tests being done because they were taking butt implants and calf implants and putting them in the penis. Now, the penis grows. I don't know if you know that, but the penis is oh, supposed to grow. This it? thing doesn't grow. So these guys oh. are walking around semi-erect all the time. One guy even talked about, like, he was afraid to be around his kids because, he, you know, was erect, and another guy, he's an executive, and he has to, like, walk around with a bag in front of him to cover his... Now, I do that, but that's not because of some sort of implant. So, <laughs> this guy, Mick... Oh, where's the people that had the surgery? Ready? At least 23 malpractice lawsuits have been filed against Elise in Los Angeles since 1993. He has been named as a defendant in product liability lawsuits regarding inf inf inflatable penis prosthetics brought by plaintiffs Dick Glass and Seaman Brodsky. Those, those are not the names. Dick and oh. Seaman. <sighs> this is the New Yorker. But let me get how much time? We have three minutes. Let me, say, let me just say this. They follow this guy named Mick. Mick gets this done, okay? The implant protrudes from his skin. It wasn't put in properly. They put mesh around the tip of it, which is now going into, like, the tip of his member and causing him to lose sensation. His penis went numb. He described his penis as a shrimp. He was depressed. He wouldn't leave his bed. And they tell the people 
here's one of the problems and one of the, the complaints that people have. They only call you in for a five-minute consultation. That's all he had. The consultation lasted five minutes, Rick recalled. He signed a stack of consent forms and releases, including one that said his consultation had lasted more than an hour. Then he made a promise not to disclose under any circumstance his relationship with Dr. Elise. The operation took place the same morning in an outpatient clinic up the street. In the pre-op room, awaiting his turn, he watched Rush Hour in its entirety on a flat screen TV. They tell them that this can be reversed, and it can't be. Well, it that sounds be. like a lawsuit. Right. Because now it looks like he has like a, a growth or an STD or something if he takes it out, and it's like mesh and stuff i wouldn't you know touch it it looks like they've they, the doctors that do the cleanup surgery and they ask that they say hey listen if something goes wrong don't go on, on the internet and read about it don't go to other doctors and ask it sounds really suspicious super suspicious and a botch job right and they're saying that it, it looks like they're really their members are just destroyed and there's depression and i think people have taken their lives i'm just saying like if you're Going to have this surgery, one, don't get the discounted testicular implants. Two, really look into it. And maybe you need to look into why you're not satisfied. Maybe it's something beyond that. I, I'm just sort of bringing this up for two reasons. One, Dr. Wendy's coming in, uh, and we're going to be talking about uh, sex and and are people happy, more happy married and not married? And also, if you want to hear, this is sort of rushed. If you want to hear my longer take on this, I did an entire podcast on my podcast, which is called What's Wrong with Orny Adams. And that's everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, uh, Pandora. It's on iHeart. You can just get it anywhere. You Come see my stand-up show. I'm this weekend, I am at the Ice House in Pasadena. This is Orny Adams, KFI AM 640. KFI AM 640. On demand.